plans for my crazy day. My packed commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. <laughs> Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. This is Locked On Cowboys. I am your host, Drew Davison of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. It is Saturday, September 17th, a day away from week two, Cowboys at Redskins. It should be a good matchup. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about the game. I'm also going to have you listen to an interview with Byron Jones as well as Sean Lee. So hopefully this is a great episode to get you ready for the game. And first and foremost, I think, obviously, you're going to hear from two defensive guys. So the, the Redskins didn't have a great game all the way around against the Steelers in their opening week, lost 38-16. But I, I think the Redskins offense has room to grow some potential. Kirk Cousins didn't have a great game. He has 30 of 43 passing for 329 yards. No touchdowns, two interceptions. But don't forget, Kirk Cousins is coming off of franchise year, which got him the franchise tag. The Redskins and Cousins were not able to reach a long-term deal in the offseason, so he's playing under the franchise tag. But he showed last year that he does have the skill set and tools to win at the professional level, led the Redskins to the division title, And he does have some nice weapons around him, starting with Deshaun Jackson, the speedy outside receiver. He had a solid first game, six catches, 102 yards. And the tight end, Jordan Reed, is a matchup nightmare for most teams. But the Cowboys feel like Byron Jones is well-suited to guard those hybrid-type tight ends like Rob Gronkowski and Jordan Reed. Reed had seven catches for 64 yards. He was targeted 11 times the most of any Redskins. So you can clearly see that they want to get Jordan Reed the ball. And with that being said, here's Cowboy safety Byron Jones on kind of guarding Jordan Reed and the challenges it'll present. We got Byron Davis who is a speed guy, and then you got Jordan Reed who can run routes and also has good speed. Two good tight ends, receiving tight ends, and they can run routes and catch the ball pretty well. How did you feel like you got hit on the underneath coverage last week with the Johns? Um, that's something that that's something that we were lacking a little bit underneath the zone coverage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's something we need to work on. I mean, that's what we're working on this week. We're getting enough depth for our underneath coverage. Just too much gray area there? Is that what it was? I mean, too much space? Is that what you're playing or what? Well, you know, a guy gets sucked up on the run. you got to get to make sure you got to bail out to get your depth on the underneath drive. Oh, God. How important is it for you? I mean, obviously, Chinese are considered your specialty. <laughs> you know, Jordan Reed is that, you know, something you have to focus on. Yeah, because he's a, he's a unique tight end. He's not like everybody else. A guy can run around like a receiver. Like a receiver. And you don't see that Austin in the league. He can tight end. He's 240 plus. He can run around like a receiver. You take it upon yourself. This is, this is my focus. Um, it depends. When I'm on him, you know, that's my job. Regardless of who it is. Right. Jordan Reed or any other tight end. It's, it's my guy. It's my focus. Do they try to force him to maybe more than other people trying to feed tight ends? Um, 
I wouldn't say forcing them. They're smart with getting the ball to the open receiver, but they like to use them in a lot of different situations. This size, Cordia, how much is that a factor when, you, when you're talking about a guy like that that runs so fast? It's just tight as in general. They're always big. I mean, you can be right next to him, but if he opens up the opposite direction you are, that's three feet of throwing land the quarterback can use. His All right, that was Cowboy safety Byron Jones talking about Jordan Reed mostly. He also mentioned Vernon Davis. The Redskins added the speedy Davis. He had one catch for 20 yards. So clearly they are trying to implement and integrate their tight ends into the passing scheme. And before I touch more on some of the Redskins-Cowboys matchups, let me remind you, please go check out all the Locked On podcasts. They are all terrific, all great, all worth your time. I can't recommend Locked On NFL enough. You hear me say it every day, but Locked On NFL with Matt Williamson has you covered with all the major storylines around the league. Locked On Fantasy, who to start, who to sit, who's a sleeper, who should you be grabbing in the free agent market that your buddies might not know? So definitely check out Locked On Fantasy. And, my, and while you're at it, might as well head over to Locked On Redskins. Get more insight, more in-depth coverage. See what the Redskins are talking about. So make sure you check out all the Locked On Podcast Network. It's very easy to find. Just go to Audio Boom. Search locked on, all of them come up. The NFL teams, the NBA teams, they got you all covered. So please go check out Locked On Podcast Network. This is Locked On Cowboys. I am your host, Drew Davison of the Fort Worth Star Telegram, talking Cowboys Redskins matchups. And we just heard Byron Jones talk about Jordan Reed and Vernon Davis in, in the tough matchups that they pose the Redskins also have a decent rushing attack they didn't have run it great against the Steelers Matt Jones seven carries for 24 yards uh, you know just he had a long of 12 yards didn't find the end zone Chris Thompson kind of their complimentary guy four carries for 23 yards he did score a touchdown but Overall, not a very, you know, the, the Redskins finished with 55 total rushing yards. But that is not to say that they can't get it done on the ground. The Steelers' defense is pretty solid, so the Cowboys will have a tall order to kind of duplicate what the Steelers were able to do and take out the running game. And at the end of the day, the Redskins, yeah, they carried it 12 times, 55 yards, but they were also playing from behind. So. The Cowboys need to get a lead and force Kirk Cousins to make plays. And as we saw last Monday, that's where he might force some balls and throw some interceptions. So uh, certainly a challenge for the Cowboys. And, you know, I want you to listen to what Sean Lee had to say on Friday about this matchup and about playing the Redskins. Going into this game, what you felt you were able to do well as a team coming out of the first one, and where you need to improve going into this one as a team. I think uh, you know we started the second half half well. And, uh, you know, first half didn't play as well as we wanted. Um, we get them two scores, and then we're able to you know play better in the second half, make some adjustments, play well, um, but didn't really finish the way we wanted to. Uh, didn't 
felt that we didn't get off the field in time, really give our offense enough time, uh, you know, to move the ball. And, you know, we used up all those timeouts we had. So, you know, we have to find a way to finish games better. And um, that's something we didn't do great last year, something we have to continue to work on. The Giants were almost exclusively three wides all the, all the time you're in nickel. Is it different this week facing the Giants? Are they more of a traditional yeah. team and throwing more tight ends and running? The sure, ball? I mean, they'll run all different type of personnel groups. Um, they have a lot of talent throughout, you know, their tight ends, receivers, running backs. So I think we'll see a lot of different personnel. They like to attack us in different ways. Are they more of a down-the-field throwing the ball than, than the Giants were? Or do you have to be on guard more for that? I think that, I think... You know, they're talented in the same way where they have a lot of talent receiver and can go down the field. But, you know, they have guys who run great intermediate routes or tight ends. Fantastic. You know, both tight ends are great. Uh, the running backs can also are tough matchups, too. So, you know, they, they can make plays in a lot of different ways. Sean, if you guys hold teams to 20 points, do you feel like most of the time you'll win those games? No, I mean, it's too easy to look at that. I mean, for us, it's more about, hey, you know, big-time situations. You know, how are we stepping up? Turnovers, how many turnovers? What are we doing to get the ball back to our offense? What's happening at the end of the game? Fourth quarter, finding a way to win games in, in tough situations. That's something we have to step up as a defense. So there's things we can do a lot better to help our offense. Do you um, see them trying to reestablish themselves as a physical team after I mean, I think they like they like to run the football. I think they pride themselves in running the football hard. And you know, we know the type of team they are. They have a lot of talent across all offense, and, and they have a great offense line that can run the ball. So you know, we expect them to, to try to do that. That'll be a tough test for us. Mathematically, the running game is the same as what you've seen all during the summer training camp from what your offense. Yeah, there's similar. They do, you know, I think with Coach Callahan and you know, some of the history there. They're similar type of run games, not exactly the same, but a lot of similar things. And it's you know, it's nice to work against our offensive line that, you know, in camp prepares us for, for runs like this. Your cousin's had an unbelievable year last year. He's a, you know, a great player, great leader, um, you know, smart guy. So he, he's when he's rolling, when he's hot, he's, he's tough to stop. And you saw that, you know, all last year with the way he played. He really rallied that off. Did you watch the Pittsburgh tape? Yeah. What, 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 what did Pittsburgh do that you thought? Well, I thought Pitt, you know, Pittsburgh played great defense. They rallied, they hit. Um, you know, they were able to cause, you know, cause some turnovers, make some plays. And you know, that always you know, helped the offense. So Pittsburgh stepped up and, and was great. But I know, you know, the Redskins were tough talent to have it's, it's going to be a tough test no matter what Sean you and uh, Brandon Carver are the only guys to play the, every defensive snap how did you feel physically and was, it, was that a good sign that you were able to stay on the field the whole time yeah I felt good I felt a lot better than I did after last year's game to be honest you know being able to play last year and um, kind of getting used to playing again I felt a lot better and you know I was able to practice a lot you know the entire week and hopefully I can continue that process of you know help me play more and help me be a better football player your, your body felt better coming out of this game than it did at any point last season? Uh, more so the first game last year. Oh, first, game, you know, okay. first game last year, I was not sore all week. You know, I hadn't played for a year and a half, so definitely responded better to, to this game. How about from, from a run defense standpoint in, in camp? So many guys in the defensive line were hurt or suspensions, and you didn't really have that cohesion up front in the front four. How does that affect the running game, the running defense early in the season now that you're just kind of settling in with some guys on this? I think there were runs that, you know, we could just do a better job as an entire group fitting up. You know, it wasn't one group. You know, that was, it was one play, one player this time, one player this time. And so, you know, building that continuity, practicing with each other, with each other and getting better and better at our run fits, I think you'll see that show up more. 
All right, that was Sean Lee, the Cowboys linebacker, talking about Red, the Redskins and the different matchups and Kirk Cousins and kind of what the Steelers did well and what the Cowboys are going to hope to do well. So I think you got the defensive matchups covered well, you know, Redskins offense versus Cowboys defense. And let's quickly, in, for the final few minutes, talk a little bit about the Cowboys' offense against the Redskins' defense and the matchup that jumps off the page that everyone's going to be talking about, Des Bryant versus Josh Norman. These two went at it last year when Norman was with the uh, Panthers, and it, it was a big battle, high, uh, again, another marquee battle. And Des Bryant, of course, is looking forward to it. And it, it was a little... You know, odd to see how the Redskins used Norman against Antonio Brown. They did not play him. Uh, they did not have him shadowing Brown like you would you would have thought they would. And that's something that I would expect you you see happen more this week. I expect 24 and Dak Prescott said it does said it. They expect 24, Josh Norman, to be on 88 pretty much the entire game. And, and this is where the Cowboys' game plan really has to, to sink in where, you know, maybe line Dez up in the slot a little more often or, or what have you and not just on the outside where Norman's comfortable and used to playing and, and see if you can get mismatches and see if you can keep Norman off him. But last year against the Panthers – uh, Josh Norman, I would say, won that day. Des Bryant had two catches for 26 yards, no touchdowns. He was targeted eight times in the Thanksgiving Day loss against the Panthers. And, you know, it's one of those things where Des loves the challenge, but, you know, it's, it's very tough to th- – for Dak or even for Tony Romo for that matter to force Des the ball when you know you've got one of the best cornerbacks on him. So that matchup will have a lot of attention, but really the matchup I think that could dictate this game is the Cowboys offensive line did not have a great game by their high standards in the opener against the Giants. So they need to step up and have a great game, and therefore that would open up the running game. And I really look for Ezekiel Elliott to kind of have his breakout game. D'Angelo Williams, 34 years old, gashed the Redskins' defense. (coughs) Ezekiel Elliott, young, promising running back, should do the same. The Redskins' run defense did not look good. The Cowboys have to establish the run. And then once they do that, that should open up some stuff in the passing game. So I think really so much attention will be on Des Bryant and Josh Norman, and rightfully so. But the Cowboys, if the Cowboys can't establish the running game like they did in the opener, they're you know they could be headed to zero and two, and that's a big big hole to climb out of, especially starting zero and two within the division. So. I my prediction I got the Cowboys winning 23-20. It's not a 100% confident pick, but it is my prediction. I think they I think they turned some of the red zone opportunities into touchdowns unlike in the opener when they settled for field goals. 
So I got the Cowboys winning 23-20. I could easily see it going the other way. <coughs> but just something says the Cowboys get it done this week. So that's going to do it. I hope you enjoyed the game on Sunday. Again, this is Locked On Cowboys. I am your host, Drew Davison. Follow me on Twitter. Give me your feedback at Drew Davison, D-R-E-W-D-A-V-I-S-O-N. Or shoot me an email, ddavison at star-telegram.com. Again, as always, I appreciate you listening. Please encourage your friends and coworkers to tune in to Locked On Cowboys. Until next time, have a good one. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst.